Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for the episode of Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social, sitting across from me, Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. And the knobs and tiles, Jacob the Audio Guy. Woohoo! We're preaching fun. Oh my God, you guys. Guys. You don't know. It's happened. You What's don't up? know. Our, our, our chairs, our fancy chairs are out of storage and back oh, under our butts. God, it's true. It feels so good. Our fancy microphones are back in front of our goddamn faces. Oh, That's true, so too. good. We are sitting in churn, we think 7.0. This is the seventh place that we regularly recorded podcasts. Mm-hmm. Seems about right. But it feels like our either like second or f- first or second official churn. I yeah, would yeah. agree. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. I, I feel like it feels like number two officially. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're, still adjust- we're still working on I, kinks here. I'm sorry, here. number three officially. We're still working on a lot of kinks here. We're look- working on there. the kinks. It might, might sound a little things, but we'll, we'll be adjusting as we go. Yeah, yeah. It's going to get smoother. Uh, we, if you haven't been following us on social media, we're at Hay Scoops on uh, 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 Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. There's photos of the churn, new churn up there. That's right. New Chris and the new churn. churn. You got to check this out. This is where we're going to be. We, this is a big step up for us. We got, we got, we got a much higher rent than our old place, uh, insurance, and all kinds of other new bills because we're official. Yep. It's our first real official. That's why it's like, it feels like churn 1.0 for me. Because of the amount of official stuff we had to really it's get done. It's the first time we've had to get insurance. Yeah. I would agree. It feels... This like feels... we had my homeowner's insurance before when we were recording at my house. Yeah. When we were recording at Ugoog, we... we just, they didn't ask. We were subletting. Yeah. We were sub, sub-renters. We didn't care. I, I guess we would have technically been covered, covered under their insurance if something had happened. Yeah, I doubt I it. Heaven forfend. Yeah. But it, yeah this as is... long as an adjuster didn't ask too many questions. I guess not, yeah. But this feels legit. Is it is legit. I, I love it in I, here. I, I love it in here. Yep. It feels right. And it's thanks to all of you patrons and listeners and all your support. Yeah. That we're able to get to this point. It's true. And I think it's up from here. Um, it's going to take us a little while. I think Our it next might be... hurdle is uh, we, we haven't figured out Twitch yet. It's a whole other. Right. It's a whole other bag of cats. I'd say it'll probably be probably be into the new year before things are really humming. Because holidays yeah, are right around the corner. We've got Scoop Fest. Oh, no. We'll have Twitch figured out. Oh, no. We'll have that. We'll have it figured out. But, I mean, until this thing is a well-oiled yeah. content-creating beast. It's Here's about to be. It is going to be. It'll be before the new year. I'm All giving, right, then. I'm giving Jacob two weeks. I'm going to give Paul to the end of the year. <laughs> and I'm going to be willing to carry the weight between now and then. Great. Awesome. We should start with the fact that Paul has been – here's the thing. Paul, right before we went on air, we're recording at uh, at 10.30 here. Yes. Yep. I was like, oh, Julie Chen left CBS or left the, the, the talk. Yeah, okay. Right? And CBS. I read that first thing this morning. Great. thing I didn't read first thing this morning that Paul's been fixated on all day <laughs> is Stormy Daniels talking about Trump's dick. <laughs> all I saw on social media – was people saying, God damn it, Stormy Daniels, now you've ruined Mario Kart for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I had no idea yeah. what they were talking about. Yeah. I was like, I was, listen- I was seeing those posts as well. I was like, it's not that big of a deal. Then my, uh, hello, 
<laughs> my old mic's back, so it's my old voice cracking. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> you start talking about Donald Trump's penis, I get weird. Well. <laughs> uh, so Donald Trump, uh, Stormy Daniels describes Donald Trump's penis as that guy. Toad from Mario that Kart. That toad from Mario Kart. So that's what I love about it is the actual, like she's not familiar enough with the game to know. Well, I mean, she's just Toad from Mario Kart. She yeah. knows his name at least. Yeah, that's true. It's just it's funny that she called him from Mario Kart. I guess that means she's played a lot more Mario Kart, which is totally acceptable. Yeah. It's very much a party game, so it I is. can see that being the thing. It she is. She probably doesn't sit around playing a whole lot of Galaxy or Odyssey no, no, no. or old school Mario. But And maybe, honestly, he is more prevalent in Mario Kart than he is in uh, sure. the other games. Yeah. He's, Mario he's too. My, I used to always my, like playing. I used to always like playing his toad. Mario too. Underrated. Come on, Jacob yep. knows Mario he was the too. Bet. He was the be- he was the strength character. Yep. You wanted some coins. You wanted to gamble. Yep. He was your guy. He could he knew the fastest digger. I, I was gonna say he could pull shit out of the ground real fast. Yep. But uh, but but that's the one that everyone's running with. What they are running with is she went on to describe his pubes. <laughs> And this is where, like, sure, other people are talking about this. Yeah. But this is podcast territory. Yes. We get to work under the explicit label. All the networks got to dance around this. All the uh, all the little cable outlets here got to dance around this. Right. We don't. We get to talk we about. tackle it head on. Mushroom head on. The thick, the, the, the thick unkempt <laughs> jungle bush that was. She, she called it Yeti pubes. Yeti pubes. Yeti pubes. <laughs> I think I've talked about this before. and If I think... you do a Google search for Mario Kart right now, the first thing that pops up is why Mario Kart is in the news. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently people have been asking the same question that I have. Why Mario Kart is in the pubes. <laughs> it, 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 it baffles me, Yeti pubes. What's the meaning? No. No, I think I get that straight away. What, what do you see? What, I... what is your mind's eye Show you. Uh, First, I'm thinking a lot of pubes. There is a man. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, no bushy. Nothing even remotely approaching manscaping. No, no. That's exactly what that message delivered there. Yeah, yeah. That's years and years and years. Unkempt, unchecked growth. Yes. Just whatever tight pants is the only hope anyone had. A knotty rainforest down there. It has a huge mushroom head like a toadstool. I lay there annoyed that I was getting fucked by a guy with Yeti pubes and a dick like the mushroom character in Mario Kart. Oh, she called him the mushroom character, so she didn't name him by name. No. Fraud. Well, that's a... <laughs> it's that she didn't name him. Yeah. Uh, that makes me go like, did she not have uh, a word for it, then went to a party, they're playing Mario Kart, and she's like, ah! That's, that's it. it. There it is. Like picking him out of a lineup. Ooh. I like to think that's what happened. Damn. Yeah. Damn, dude. She got PTSD just playing some Mario Kart. Yeah. She got She's PTSD like... from that D. <laughs> PTSD's nuts. PTSD that D, yo. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Matt can't type an episode title fast enough <laughs> right now. PTSD's. I was looking up something else. Now I have to change. I have to stop it going right <laughs> Um, Caps lock, PTSD, <laughs> apostrophe. No, not um, apostrophe. It's EZ, right? I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, I think I talked about this before. 
I think okay. I actually showed you guys this before. I like brought the Donald Trump's Yeti pubes. Right. Brought, I didn't finish up on this. Are you going to change the subject? Nope. Okay. I'm talking about Yeti. Okay, good. So, <laughs> did you ever watch the Spider-Man segments on Electric Company? The what? The Do you remember the Electric Company? Yeah. There were Spider-Man segments. Okay. On the Electric Company. And Spider-Man was silent. He would only talk in thought bubbles. Okay. Which would encourage kids to read, right? Okay. Those bits. It was like he was subtitled almost. Yeah. Morgan Freeman mm-hmm. was in those episodes sometimes too. There's an episode about Spider-Man meets the Yeti. Okay. Did I show you this? No. I swear I could have. I must have talked about this on Geek Shock. This is one of those things that came, that happened in my childhood. Okay. That don't affected. Bring you up anything to and it. show me. I don't care. It does, never helps our listeners. I know, but just you describe what's going on. Okay, I will. I will do both. But you have to witness it. <sighs> I don't. What is happening is uh, Spider Man is. is there, we 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 are attached to a giant event space here at the studio. Yeah, you might be able to hear a little a and little so you slow might, jam. You might in hear the some nice fucking deep R and B happening. We, some event in we weren't scheduled to record tonight, and so uh, our our landlord did not realize that we were going to record tonight. She she felt bad when I when I asked her about it. Oh, and I was like, it's our fault. I didn't I didn't tell you we were recording. Yeah, we weren't sure until we moved in whether we could or couldn't. Yeah. Well, also. Jacob got uh, Jacob actually like basically got optimistic and asked for the room at the same time. We had all moved in, and Jacob like looked around and he basically was like, "I'll take the room, thanks." Yeah, and like just kind of, and I and I just kind of just did like gentlemen, 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 and I shoot everyone away. Yeah, so Jacob would just fucking put his tech dick out in this place, his his toadstool like dick. Yep, and it's out. Yeah, so Yeti like pubes. Yeah, really gross. Well, the thing is, he takes so much time to get his hair right. <sighs> you would he'd, think that he'd, he'd focus on other hair as well. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, right? I think he's a man who's into uh, into making sure his hair looks. Uh, no, 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 no. I think he's. I think he's just a person who is into. But it's all outward. I, that's the thing is, I think he. I think he's very into the idea that everyone who sees him publicly has that image of him. Yeah. Now, this is the first of... There's been a lot of rumors about the president and fucking. Yes. But this is the first time it's been described because I always go back to what uh, Michael, Michael Che on the yeah. SNL where he's like, he's like, you don't know, he could just be really great at fucking hats off and you're you, not ready for that. You're not ready for this. You're not ready for somebody to walk out and say like, oh, he's great. And that has haunted me to this day. Yeah. So I was like... He's maybe, absolutely right. I was like, that would bother me tremendously. He's 6'5". Yeah. He might, he might be good at fucking hats off. Yeah. Even her describing his tiny penis, believe me, I don't want to give Donald Trump any credit. I don't like the man, uh-huh. but he's six five, so I don't know if you can. I don't think she said tiny penis. She just said not, below she said average. Gi- no, did she, she? Did. did she? Well, she said giant mushroom head. Mushroom head, and then said it was below average. Okay, overall in size. Oh, right. did she? Yeah. Yeah, I only saw. I only see the uh, the one quote here. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, I can't stop reading. Yeah. Anytime. Anyone yeah. mentions the Yeti. Yeah. All I can think of yes. is Spider-Man meets the Yeti. Okay. What happens she does in say this... huge mushroom head. She says huge mushroom head. Yes. She does. Yeah. Uh, maybe... I think mushroom, everything about it. But like hydrocephalic. So if he, if he, if he, if he is, that's what I mean. Like if it's not of length, 
Right. He has a giant head, then it really he's, is mushroom. He's head. a fucking beer can. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. He's like a weird, like a like a like a dish drain plug. If we talk about this for another forty five minutes or so, this will be the longest conversation I've had about Donald Trump's penis. Uh, not me. <laughs> this conversation I mean, is longer I my than dad, this cock. I called call my dad earlier today. <laughs> Three hours. Oh my god. An, an entire, oh, he just, he an just entire, can't shut up. An entire Yankee game. That's all we discussed. <laughs> Yankees. Yank on these toadstools. So anytime I hear Yeti, my brain just flashes back to as a kid, Spider-Man meets the Yeti. Mm -hmm. It's the creepiest fucking episode of a thing I've ever seen. This has been established. What happens Yes, is the Yeti shows up. I'm ready for it. Where does the Yeti hail from, Matt? The woods? No. The mountains? Yes. What specifically about the mountains and the Yeti? What color is the Yeti? He's white. He has white fur. Why? Because he blends in with the snow. All right. So what is he accustomed to? Uh, cold. Right. So when a Yeti shows up in modern day uh, I just society, want to know that I aced that quiz. I was a little fuzzy in the first answer, and then I just fucking crushed you it. You did. You crushed it. When a, when a Yeti shows up in modern society. See how much I don't believe in conspiracy theories, and yet a, I just fucking knock it out. In a normal. When, time, when push comes to shove. Somehow I think Yetis are real. I'm proud of you, Bucko. You think Yetis are real? Somehow that doesn't – because nobody's like all like – That's the first one that you'll be like, Because okay. nobody's like, oh, Yetis, Yetis. Like yeah, yeah, Bigfoot yeah. seems like – Oh, if you, yeah, if you get a photo of Bigfoot, it's considered this crazy thing. But like Yetis – You kind of be like, yeah. I mean, the same fucking thing. Yes. Just the North version. There Yet, we go. Yetis are the one that yeah, – Yetis... Oh, man, if I was a Bigfoot, I'd be so pissed right now. Yeah. <laughs> If you just lope, roped us all together, that fucking oh that God. fucking Bigfoot who's listening to do me. Do we have a visitor? Is this like Sesame we Street? This is, this is how it works. This is so exciting. Someone knock on our door. Someone knock on our door. Are you guys recording Kickass podcast now? We're trying. I said, and a kiss is our. Is that a woman with a cheese plate? company too. We'll take cheese. Let's see that. What happened? Uh, there's a woman offering cheese to Jacob. Oh, nice. And you said uh, no? Pigs in a blanket. Who are you? Ooh, she was actually offering them to Ray, who oh, is not in this room. Gotcha. She in the room. Ray, if you're listening, call in. So imagine you're I a Yeti. I think it was Ray Cronice. Imagine you're a Yeti. Pig in a blanket, Ray? You're just hanging out in New York City. <laughs> I the answer is yes. no. In a summer day. Yeah. What are you going to look for? Uh, air conditioning. Right. Some way to get cold. Yeah. Well, this Yeti decides the best way he can I'd get honestly, cold. Honestly, straight up, I'm a Yeti. Yep. I'm in... New York. Yeah, I'm gonna bribe the manager at the t- at the Times Square Chili's to let me into the meat locker, to like the the fridge. That's a great plan. That's what I would do if I was a Unfortunately, Yeti in the city. I bet you wouldn't know about that as ah, a Yeti. Good point. Right? Yeah. And so I give a little bit of of sure leeway for this Yeti. Okay. Side note: I also had someone who I fucked. Point to a Mario Kart character and yell, that's Matt's dick. Dry Bones? No, it was, ah, it was King, yeah, yeah. It was King Krupa. King Koopa. King Krupa? Yeah, King Koopa. King Koopa. King Crouton? Because of, of my green. Bowser. Because of, of my green green rash that I had going oh, down God. there. Oh, God. Green spiky rash. rash. With, with yellow spikes? Yeah. Ugh. That's what I had going on down there. Yeah, yeah. It happens. I got oh. some. I got some penicillin. And anytime somebody oh. jumps on an axe nearby you, you just fall through the floor. And now I'm fucking straight up Luigi, you know what I mean? Oh. But, it's uh, all green? <laughs> it's just it all just green, slender, green. and I drew green a mustache slender. on the bottom. Because <laughs> then, I, then it brings a new meaning to mustache ride. It's true. So this Yeti, desperate yeah. for some cold. Yes. Again, doesn't have the wherewithal to go to the meat locker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
He just finds the first cold thing that he finds, which happens to be an ice cream cone. Okay. But the way he decides to cool off with the ice cream cone is to sit on the ice cream cone. What? Got it. He goes around New York sitting on oh, ice cream live cones. Action. I think he's describing a cartoon. No. Okay. Oh, I had no idea this was live action. So Electric Company, you just Google or YouTube, you, Electric uh, Company, Spider-Man meets the Yeti. Yup. And he is white. Yes. He is white and he is tall. Yeah. I think this is Pendulet's early acting career. It might have been. And then he comes in and he just, he's, oh, he sits on. <laughs> An ice cream cone. Sits on it. Yeah. So he cools off like by. Right up his ass. So the hottest cases. So the hottest part of a Yeti is his asshole. <laughs> Probably. He suitcases. It's more of like maybe like the, like the most accurate like um, temperature panel. You know, like they oh, say, like, yeah, it, yeah. like if you cool your forearms, it's like the fastest way to start to feel cool. Okay. And when it happens, yeah, it makes this crazy hiss sound. It's like, all, like, it, like it super melts it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, like it express okay. melts it? Yeah. So Spidey figures this out and leaves a trail of ice creams. Oh, my God. And the Yeti slowly sits on them. Just... It's straight up just suitcases. It's ice cream cone so ice cream porny cone. and weird. So this is where uh, Family Guy got the James Woods idea. The, ooh, he's candy. This is, I mean, between this ooh, and ice cream cone. And see, there's there's our there's our friend. Uh, is is a cop? There he is. There's the Yeti. This is that's the weirdest thing ever. I this, told this you. Bizarre. So I'm saying, anytime I hear Yeti, my brain goes right to this segment because it's the freakiest thing. He really seems very relieved to sit on an ice cream cone. <laughs> It's kind of gross, right? But yeah. also kind of hot. I will say this before before I had to get up and answer the door. Yeah, I, I was just I was saying the Yeti is the Yeti is kind of like on that level with uh, monsters and whatnot with with me that any deep sea creature is. Yeah, like I don't think there's a megalodon out there. No, I don't think that, I don't think that, that's down there. But there's some shit in the ocean that we haven't that we haven't oh, figured for out. Sure, and there's shit in the Arctic. That we haven't figured out as well. That's, sure. that's exactly what I was saying and about so, how And so it's I different. can believe, yeah. I, like, I, I don't believe there's a something down there that, like, if they, <laughs> if they showed up in New York City, it would start sitting on ice cream. Hey, can you put ice cream in my butt? A Yeti! Holy shit, you can talk. Yeah, Whoa. I can talk. I've been talking. There's no one to talk to, but uh, I talk. That's weird. No, no, you're weird. Fair enough. I'm sorry to have shamed yeah, you. Yeah, humans are weird. Well, it turns out... I just out, need ice cream in my butt, and I'm very content. You guys put a lot out, of pressure on yourselves to do stuff, a lot of anxiety. One yeah. of those creatures... We just survive. He actually did move to New York, mm-hmm. teamed up with a professional race car driver, mm-hmm. and opened up a fucking bistro yeah. that sells nothing but pasta and shredded paper. It's called Yeti and Andretti's <laughs> Spaghetti and Confetti. Oh, fuck. I was afraid it was going to be something like that. <laughs> I was really. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't go there, Jacob? <laughs> You're visiting New York. You don't carve out time for that. <laughs> Not usually, no. Oh, you have to see another musical theater production, <laughs> and not going to Yeti and Andretti Spaghetti and Confetti. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> I guess. I guess not. <laughs> Your trip to New York is incomplete. I suppose so. Whoa, you got all... Uh, you sound like a robot. You got all blown out. Oh, I, th- that's just... Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, all right. 
Yeah. I'm working, oh, on, I'm working on stuff. That was just in your ears. New okay. churn blues. No, no, no didn't hear anything. I'm ignoring everything that comes in my ears now. Then, the, then the fact that you didn't want to go to <laughs> Yeti and Andretti's spaghetti confetti, did that come through wrong to my headphones as well? <laughs> did that not come through nope, correctly? that was accurate. <laughs> oh, okay. I feel like that came through incorrectly. <laughs> so I feel like if we were having... A fucking scoop fest in New York. We the would VIP dinner would absolutely be a Yeti and Andretti spaghetti and confetti. <laughs> so now that you found okay. out that I was working on other things while I was talking, was that a, a restaurant owned by Mario Andretti and a Yeti? Yeah. Yes. Good. Okay. Yeah, I'd go there. <laughs> yes. The service is super fast. Yeah, like Andretti. I guess. I guess maybe it was, I, maybe it was owned by them for like the first year that it was bought up by some huge conglomerate, but still like maintained, bought the image rights. Even when I'm not listening, and the, and the I just Yetis, assume that I'm safe to disagree with Paul. And the Yeti's just sitting in the Caribbean, uh, sitting on top of a fucking, uh, uh, like an anthill-shaped thing of ice Italian cream. ice. <laughs> Wondering whether you, whether you shouldn't have sold out or not. He's got $300 gelato crammed in his keister all day long. <laughs> so Yeti pubes means his pubes are all gray and tangled, too, I right? Yes. You're white. I, I had mean, a friend. 70, maybe, what, 73? Maybe. 72, 73? Do you think his dick yeah. saw a ghost? I mean, you know his hair isn't natural. Well, right. I mean, but his Have dick... Have you seen that? That one clip is frightening. If his dick saw a ghost? Yeah. If my dick saw a ghost? Yeah. It just, it looked like Egon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I, um, I do the... Uh, I, I, I comb in. I comb in dye. Just to make sure it's tip top. <laughs> Susan, That's why Susan it's a G. Comb in dye? Yeah, Susan G. Comb in dye. I do it pink. Support and, then, and so that if anyone goes down there, and like, what the hell? I'd be like, uh, I, mean, I care. I care. <laughs> I care about breast cancer. And now your you're dick? a little more aware. Excuse me. In the most important places of my life, I'm caring about breast cancer. I mean, guys, pink pubes for awareness. I also uh, tie a ribbon on it. <laughs> tie a yellow ribbon to bring the troops home. Yeah. I keep it. Keep my pubes pink for breast cancer. I haven't taken this ribbon off since we went to war after 9-11. It's a stinky old ribbon. That's a stinky ribbon. (laughs) Most of my dick has has fallen off like a belly button. And I have on one nut a Nike swoosh and on another nut a police badge because I both support Colin Kaepernick and and, and the police. (laughs) And and that thin blue line. That thin blue line. Although I'm mad it's not that thin. No. How did you know the name of my balls? (laughs) <laughs> Swoosh and Badge. Swoosh and, Swoosh and Badge, how'd you know the name of my balls? <laughs> and he's the thin boo. Oh, man. Boo! Boo! I, oh, um, thanks. Thanks for the content, Trumpy. Oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man. Trump-a-doodle. So I... Uh, uh, I should say thanks, Stormy. Okay, I get a... Uh, what happened? I know, something happened. What guys. happened? So, uh, let's... August was... Uh, uh, no no bookings for me. No side right. gigs, nothing. Slow going. Slow goings. Gig, yeah. mm-hmm. gig economy, when you work in entertainment and you don't have a gig, August and December are the worst, worst, worst months. Sure. Fair worst. enough. Anyone who's going to hire you is just leaving town. Yeah, yeah. They're not doing anything new. Right. So I saw a post. It popped up on my nosy neighbor board. Ooh. Right. Okay. So it was like anything on that board in my neighborhood. Right. right? So it was like, hey, I uh, could use a, a, a need to hire an assistant payroll person ASAP. Don't need to be experienced, just uh, willing to train. Okay. Uh, you know, pays f- uh, 
nine hundred every two weeks. Got it. Right. All right. I just hop hey, on it. Speed gig. Great. Right. This might be I'm happening in my neighborhood. Train me. If I could train in my neighborhood, this is great. Work from home. It was work from home. Right. And right great. now, like I'm supporting my uh, wife doing her thing out in L.A. Yep. I'm you know uh, podcasting and doing social media stuff, but other than that, taking care of my kids. Stretched. You know, working from home would be. I just need a little extra. Coin. It would help. It would help. It helped to. Yep. Be very helpful. Bridge working from the home gap. would be ideal. Bridge the gap. Yeah. 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 And uh, uh, so I write a big post. Hey, this is what's going on. Uh, I love to work from home. Perfect timing. Great. I've trained. List these jobs I've trained at. Really good. And I write this up. You know, proofread it as best I can. Yep. And uh, and get it off in like minutes after the other post is up. Exactly. So, do you ever send your uh, any, any emails or anything like that over to somebody else to proofread? Uh, super important ones. I have my wife proofread. Okay. Or uh, Emily Gillette, who likes that job. Yeah, yeah. I have a, a guy that I have not spoken to in quite some time. Not for any reason, but we've just fallen yeah. out of touch. Is it a former coworker? Uh, he still sends me uh, emails occasionally to proofread. You're still the guy. I'm still the guy. Because oh. I would do that for him when we worked together. Sure. He would just bring it in, would be sitting around, and be yeah. like, hey, will you look at this for me? And then it'd start just sending them to me, and he still sends them to me. And I'm like, does he realize that nowadays, whenever he's sending you uh, any email, that it's more like a 90 proofread coming from you? Oh, yes. <laughs> what do you mean, nowadays? <laughs> 90 proofread? <laughs> That was an alcohol joke. It that was, was a good alcohol joke. It took I'm, me a second because it was coming from Paul. So I uh-huh. was like, wait, what? Oh. I'm sipping. I'm sipping today. He's, we, we, we go to Chris in the churn. Yep. yep. Jacob brought over some, some of the, the booze that we left over from the, the uh, uh, old churn. Yep. We have a nice little locker here with mm-hmm. booze in it. Yep. And uh, we say, well, let's christen the churn. Let's have yes. a, we'll do a drink together. That's the shot that's I also, on, I also brought on social us media. Some nice crystal glasses. Yeah, very nice glasses. Yeah, I picked yeah. up some ice. And um, Paul goes, uh, 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 and I go, uh, what do you want, Paul? Old Camp, which is my joke because it's that peach, uh-huh. peach bourbon bullshit. Somebody sent it to us, yeah. Someone sent it to us. <laughs> and, uh, We're not fans. And then Paul goes, uh, give me the stuff that you guys hate. I was like, oh, Old That's Camp it. it is. So I give Paul some Old Camp. And uh, Paul Which, if some... I remember, Paul liked Old Camp more than either of us did. I Because it's very I'm sweet. I'm still enjoying it. He does. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not... He said, it, what were your words? It doesn't taste I said, it like... it doesn't taste like an abandoned coal mine in my throat. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Neither do I, because I, what I'm drinking is some, some Basil Hayden's rye, and it is yeah. fucking delicious. Love the Basil Hayden rye. Um, shout out. Shout out. Uh, <laughs> I, in general, I, 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 am a, I have a very hard time proofreading myself. Always have. Okay. And it's always been a nightmare, and it has absolutely affected me in professional situations Got in it. a negative way. And it bothers me so fucking much. Sure. I have no idea why, but my brain cannot read honestly until after I hit until send. Until you send it. And then I read and it. And then immediately. Like, Fuck. Here's an idea. Yeah. Here's an idea. Yeah. Here's an yeah, idea. Yeah. Set up a dummy account that yeah. you send everything to. Uh, send it to a dummy email or send it to yourself. That was actually Go like that whole process. When I first uh, started writing uh, stuff for Spiegel World, I think that's known. I know I, I'm cagey about it, but whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. I did actually open a secret account on Twitter right. that everyone else had the password to or whatever, and they can go look at it. And I was hoping that would be the yeah. relationship yeah. that I would submit and they would post. 
Oh. But that game, not the case. And there's nothing more annoying than when I have a dumb small typo and a really funny tweet and I have to take it down because yeah. it's like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That happened. That happens to me with tweets every now and then. I'll, I'll put one up there. And I'm usually pretty good about proofreading my shit. Yeah. But I, but every now and then I'll put one up there and be like, fuck. Yeah, it happens. And, and, and Twitter's notorious because there is no easy redo. No. And uh, I'll take it down and repost. And I find myself, if I don't read it twice... Sometimes my auto correct, auto correct or autofill has just decided. Oh, you meant this word. It's like no. Yeah. Um, my just, my autocorrect on my phone uh, changes other words to fuck. Uh, nice. If you I tra- trained it well, the amount of yeah. uh, words uh, that my my autocorrect will change to y'all means means I've been <laughs> I've been all in. I've been tweeting as hillbill for too long. Right. And uh, <laughs> that's amazing. It's amazing. So I was like, it's so many so many other funny words as well. Uh, that's not where the story is going, by the way. It's not about oh, proofreading. Uh, just, just we, we took a tangent on oh. that. Write as quickly as possible, hoping speed matters. Get a get a uh, email back. It's nice to hear from you, and the payroll position is still open. I hope so. You just posted ten minutes ago. Great. <laughs> do you know? Do you know this person? I'm, do you want? I don't. I'm trying not to get ahead of it. But great. Do you want okay. me to, nope. I don't. If you if you're gonna if that's something to divulge later, then great. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna unfold. Great. Can I say that? This yes, I can, like, I can feel it. I'll shut feel the fuck it this, is gonna, this is going to be like a cereal. Oh, or a mini cereal. Yeah, right? It's going to be exactly like the podcast cereal. Be, I got a feeling the, email, okay. the email's coming from within the house. Yeah. Your duty will be printing and uh, <laughs> posting out. If this was Sarah posting. This would be amazing. <laughs> printing and posting uh, payroll checks to construction workers. The company's called MEM Property Management, and they're into real estate uh, brokerage and investment. You only print three times a week. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, two hours each time. It's like six hours a week. You can even do the payroll printing evenings as long as you drop them at the post office the next morning. You're going to need a MICR printer to print the payroll checks, check paper, and envelopes. If you don't have those already, then an advance payment check will be arranged to send uh, and sent to you to cover the printer, check paper, and envelope fees. Oh. Let me know if you're willing to take the position. Oh. Do you want me to say what my opinion is now? Uh... Or do you want to keep going? We have two more exchanges. Go ahead. I reply, uh, yeah, I'm willing to take that position. Uh-huh. Uh, yep, you need to send me a check for those This materials. is on the neighbor board. This is on the neighbor board. Right. Okay. This is why my guard is not up. Yes. Okay. So I say, yep, that's what I want to do. Okay. Next email. Okay. Okay. I need your banking and routing. Not? No, no, no. Oh. No, but 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 this is where it's going. You're right. Thanks for getting back to me. Please note, I am hearing. I have a hearing disability <gasps> at the moment, and presently in Ohio for at ear surgery. <laughs> right in Ohio for ear surgery. That's why. Well, that's unique. <laughs> that's why I am in need of an assistant to carry out the job. If you're willing and ready to uh, continue, let me know. To get started, you'll need a special uh, printer, check paper to get the job done. Oh As I God. said, the company will be responsible for the purchase and delivery of these printing materials. What? Uh, uh, MI printer, check papers, envelopes will be paid, so don't no need to spend your own money. For clarity purposes, <laughs> training is no longer needed because the payroll checks are already processed by the cashier, so you'll only need to print out checks, stuff the envelopes, and drop them at the post office. Oh, my God! So within an hour, you have a job, and I no longer need to train for it. Yeah, Writing checks. You know how to print things, <laughs> right? And so then I was like, "If you wish to proceed, then I need your I'm full Matt name, and I can hit print. payment check, uh, the address, phone number. Um, you can be reached anytime. Uh, after you enroll, 
an advance bank check will be issued and sent uh, to purchase uh, needed materials to start printing payroll. This is an ongoing position as agreed to uh, 900 bucks every two weeks. So at what point in this exchange did alarm bells start going off in your head? The uh, immediately I didn't need to tra- that my training was gone. So the, and that's the second email that this person the has sent. Second you. email, yeah. The okay. first email I'm not because here's the thing. Up until this point, yeah, yeah, I'm picturing someone right down the street, right? Because it's on my neighborhood and board. Now all of a sudden, they're in so Ohio. initially I'm even picturing like, oh, I bet I can just drive over to wherever they're right. doing. For and a second, they, I thought you were going to reveal it was Chad. And no, I, 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 I wish because it said good to hear from you, which means I know you. I know, yeah. I mean, it's whatever it is. And so, uh, <laughs> it's a woman's name. The name is Barbara. And so the, the initial... Bullshit. The initial interaction... Yeah. They posted something on the neighborhood chat board. Yeah. And then you posted something back on the chat board? Or no. you emailed an email a... link that was in the, in, the, in the post? Correct. Okay. I emailed. Okay. Emailed from the link. Did not chat on the chat board. Okay. And That's also, why like... alarm bells didn't go off faster for me. Because I, I thought that you I thought that you had the initial conversation on the chat board. No, no, no. And, and the thing that sucks, the thing that really sucks is like we've been sitting down looking over our finances. Like, yeah. you know, again, tough year for but it's the first year that something in Vegas hasn't broken for my wife or myself yes. the whole year. You know? I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a, it just No, it's a hard year. It's a hard year. And so it's like been a very hard year. Our, our, I mean like our literally like our income is basically half of what it was two years ago. Mm-hmm. And so it's just really tough. Right. And so I literally like looked over the stuff I was hustling, I was like, oh fuck. And I literally thought if I could just make four hundred more a week, yep. I could breathe. Right. Yep. And so on comes a job that comes four fifty a week. Hey, hey. And I'm at the time I'm also it's my son's birthday and I'm getting him to Chuck E. Cheese with his friends. Right. Right. So like I'm 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 trying to handle you're, you're, and this thing is hitting me right in my, in my like vulnerable gut. Sure, because sure. because family's right there. It's all the, the. I've had I've had probably four of these things this year already. Right. Yeah. Where yeah. It's like oh, possible job. Yeah. Oh. 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 I also had yeah. I also had a. It's not an email exchange with the people that we did our job with. Um, <gasps> Uh, oh, I, should we talk about it? You can. I, I mean, do they? I don't. I don't even know. We'll, we'll talk about it. Later. Yeah, it, it's fine. We're gonna finish <laughs> this one first. Though. Uh, so I write. I, I and all I'm thinking is like, okay. And now I'm like, it's starting. I feel hesitant, but then I go like, uh, and I start to do this thing of like, I don't bells. Know. Bells are ringing a little bit. Bells in your are head ringing now. a little bit, but I was like, ah, I really need to provide for the fam right now. I think yes. I can just sure. It just seems like it's busy this work. Is bring it home. Person. But I mean, this is why these things work. Yeah. Because they, they don't work on people that don't need money. No. They work on people that really need it to need and, it to be true. And because they bait the hook with these weird emotional things. Yeah. I'm having this def- the, the ear surgery in Ohio thing is the one that's kinda like that's where like alarm bells is are just shrieking to me. In or whatever. And so I'm at Chuck E. Cheese and I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to keep the ball rolling, and I send off the information, okay? After I send it off, I go like, ah, okay. What did you send? You just sent your – Just just the info that you want. Your basic person. Basic info. No security number. Nothing – yeah, nothing nothing that someone couldn't find with a cursory Googling. No, as we've we've already known (laughs) from our listeners. Cursory Um, Googling. uh, Yeah. And so I feel okay about that. Right. In fact, if they haven't asked for my social security number, I feel good about that. And I send it off. And I go like, oh. And then I do the thing. I check in with the wife. And she's like, well, how's the day been? I go like, I might have a part-time job. I don't know. 
Uh-huh. This is like, I think I'm, I'm waiting to hear, blah, 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 here's what's going to go on. And so, then, okay, this is from Barbara. Okay, I have you enrolled with the details you just sent me. Please note that upon acceptance of the advance payment of $1,400, you will be sent in two days, which will cover your needed material and your advance pay. Needed material? Uh, check printer, white sheets, envelopes and sh- uh, for shipping. Uh, company has a the company has permanent eBay vendors who will be responsible for the supply of the printing materials needed. So once you receive the advance payment, you are to purchase eBay gift cards, five cards at two hundred dollars each. There it is. Yeah, equaling a thousand dollars, and have it sent to an eBay vendor who will then ship the printing materials to you. The remaining 400 is your advance payment as a balance for the 500 payment, which will be sent to you in two weeks of work. Uh, this is normal com- This is normal company procedure. Uh-huh. Kindly confirm uh, that this is understood. P.S. The vendor's contact will be included in the payment check sent to you, Barbara. Okay, so they're going to send you a physical check. They're going to send me. Yes. A check for $1,400. But, but an actual check, not a, not a wire transfer, nothing like that. No. An actual cashier's check, presumably, yes. presumably a cashier's check or something that looks yes. like a cashier's check that yes. you will deposit, uh huh, and then turn into gift cards, right, through an eBay seller. Yes, but what you're not going to do is take that check to the issuing bank to yeah. say it's a issued by Chase, which it's not going to be. Yeah, but say it's issued by Chase Bank. You'll be lucky if it's issued by Bank Bank. Yeah. yeah. Bob's bank. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna, but you're, what you're not going to do is take it to that bank and cash it. Yes. You're going to take it to your bank. You're going to deposit it. Yeah. And then through your through your checking account, checking account, those funds you're going to you're going to purchase some eBay gift cards. Real. Yeah. yeah. And then you're going to send those eBay gift cards to somebody else. Yeah. And you're going to do that virtually, or eBay gift cards a physical thing as well? I think if it sounds like it was, if it, it sounds like a physical, physical thing, yeah. But I don't know how an eBay gift card would be a physical thing. I don't I know. Think you can buy those Here's the thing, right now, okay, I'm flashing okay. back at this point. So now I'm like, I just get this email. I write it again. I'm like, this seems weird. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it does. But I just anytime write, gift cards come up, and yeah, again, that's it. Well, that's it. And then I just kind of, but I write back again. Like I'm, I'm like, I keep the ball rolling. Sure, because mentality. Fuck it. So because you want it to work. Because like you want, want it to, to be real. Yeah. Also, right. we've worked for people with this would be a legit thing. <laughs> right. When you're in the entertainment We've all industry, worked for people who are shady as fuck. Dude. Yeah. It, Penn says it best. It's that carny mentality, man. Yeah. So I just write back. Penn pays Matt in eBay gift cards. He does. Which, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. Because then I flip those figurines at farmer's markets. Um <laughs> So I just write back. It's so weird. Like I, I, it's especially now even just retelling you. I just was kind of like I am swimming in my uh, lost thoughts there. Yeah. And I just write understood, and that's all I write. Yeah. Right. Phone rings. It's the Uh-oh. wife. Kids are in bed. Oh, you know. Okay. She's like, oh, so tell me about this job. <laughs> and you know, like things this. I talk about this all the time, but you, and this is, you like, don't know things are a lie sometimes. Sometimes your friends tell you bullshit or whatever. Right, right. And it's not until you go to your other friend's house where you go like, hey, oh, no, no, no. He was at the, the such and such. You're like, oh, I'm – now that I say it out loud, I'm lying. Yeah. Dude, I'm repeating a lie. So when, when wife, Sarah called you, did you know before the phone rang that it was a lie? I was like – it was it was starting to sit, right? Yeah, yeah. And also like 
my wife and I, as we've been commiserating with this tougher year, mm-hmm. we said like it's like we we rolled the dice on a shady person. Yes, for a big production. Yes, and it fucked us so hard. Yes, you know, if Maryland stayed open for three months, we were going to get health insurance. Right, that was the dangling carrot. Right, right. We did not think this was going to be a selling show, but it felt like, like it felt like it had a budget. Three months was going to get and you everyone to that, signed that six months contracts. And yeah. people who are not familiar with what you're talking about, what it, what he means by that is Maryland was an it was an act, actors' equity show, yeah. which is the actors' union. If you were involved in a production three months. Solid. Yeah, you get the hours. Then you you have the hours there, and you qualify for equity health insurance, which covers your entire family. Yeah. For, like, a year? Yeah. And we felt this guy was a motherfucker, and he turned out to be a total motherfucker. Yep. And a fucking piece of shit. Uh And we... Allegedly. We were like... uh, No, he's definitely a piece of shit. He's allegedly other things. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Piece of shit is an opinion. You can have opinions. I have an opinion, and he is a piece of shit. Yeah. I have an opinion about his writing, his directing as well, even if he's a good person. He's a piece of shit. (laughs) Bingo. That's terrible. And uh, so, uh, you know, and we just were like, we were rolling the dice on uh, someone we did not trust. Yes. We were hoping for three months of health insurance, you know, three months to get health insurance, Uh right? And it just, and it was like, it was, it turned out out to be a nightmare for us. Right. It was not only, not only did, not only did the number one reason we were doing it fail, but then it came back on our family. It fucked up other shit. It fucked up our family. And so it was like, oh. And so, it fucked up relationships with the people. It, it, yeah, yeah it, it, was just, yeah, yeah. it was a shit show. Everything that every relationship that guy touches turns to shit. But uh, uh, so another opinion, another total opinion. Yeah, what a fuck wallet that guy is. And uh, so man, I don't like the term fuck wallet. We just had a quick little technical thing there. Uh, pick it right back up. Uh, so it, it, all this is coming back to me. We're like, don't roll the dice on someone you don't trust. Like, yeah, you know we've done that time and time again. And maybe once in a while in our in our in all of our backgrounds it, it turned out okay or we sure. came away unscathed, but it's just now, especially with two kids, it's just not worth doing. And as the phone rings and I answer my wife, it's like, How's the new job? Tell me about the new job. And it, and my there's there's my, still there's still optimism in the first syllable. And my, then my stomach just drops for you. Yeah. For this conversation. There's optimism in the first syllable and yeah. then not. So it literally goes it literally goes, Well, uh, like that. Yep. Oh. So like I, and I say, I just got this oh, last email. They want me to buy like eBay gift cards or something. And as I go to, to kind of describe it, she goes like whatever. And then I kind of I, – I, we lower the expectations on it, change the subject, have a regular end-of-the-night check-in chat yeah. about okay. the kids and et cetera. When I get off the phone – I like that you guys do that, by the way, when she's out of town. SJ and I do not do that. It is something that we had to start doing, if, if, I, if I may be totally honest – it's just something that, like, we used to not do. Yeah. And then something that we realized that it's something that it's, we it's, very something, it's something you should do. We definitely have to do. And especially because there's there's two two kiddos. Yeah. Definitely, like, concerned about the kiddos. And there's also about, like, maintaining their their deals. SJ yeah. and I, are, I think, are happier when we do it, when one of us is out of town. Yeah. And I think we should make a point to do it more often. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. It's awesome. It makes you feel, it makes you feel a lot better. Because when one of when when, we're out, when one of us is out of town, we can go three four days without talking to each other. Yeah, and we'll text each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but we'll go three or four days without talking to each other, and that's not uncommon. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. That I, and, and we shouldn't do that. No, no. Yeah, I understood. I understand. And it wasn't until we had kids that we realized that it was just, that's just not yeah. good enough. Yeah. Um. And so. Uh, I'll tell because I'll tell you what for me, just to go on that thought, uh-huh. is what happens sometimes over text if we just update information or something like that, is that like um we don't joke around or fuck around. Ah, uh, fair enough. 
and also sometimes like when you finally get it the kids to all bed, business. yeah, and when you finally get the kids to bed, like it's like nice to feel human, yeah, and just do that, and it's really helpful, and it really makes you it makes us feel more team like when we get, yeah. get on the phone and actually commiserate. Yeah. I'm gonna start doing that right after I put the dogs to bed. Just, just gonna, do it. I'm just gonna call her up. Yeah, because my dogs are the same as your kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, For new listeners, my one of my favorite things is to talk to people with kids, yeah. as though my dogs are the same level as their children. <laughs> it's it's uh it's something that people do automatically. They really do. The reason I like to do it is because people legitimately do it. Yeah, and it's really hard to it's, figure it's out how I want to play it when people really do it for real every time. Yeah. Um, I mean. I love my dogs. Yeah. They're not kids. They're not kids. They're not humans. They're just not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, okay, so I, I start to talk about this with her. And we, you know, we change the subject. We go on. We, we, we get off the phone. Then my confusion turns to anger. Yes. And it's Understandable. Like that, it's like that feeling of like, it's like when you, when you drink to the point of puking as an adult. Uh-huh. And you literally, like, your first thought <laughs> oh. after you vomit into a toilet is like, this still happens? Uh, I still do this I'm, to myself? I am 40 years old. And that's it. I'm, I'm, I am 40 years old with two kids, and I'm trying to bring some stability to my household, and, like, and, and I'm an ambitious person. Uh-huh. You can't be an entrepreneurial person. You can't be in entertainment unless you take risks. Sure. You sit at the table. You try to figure out what you can do with the cards that you're dealt. That's the way we live our lives. Yes. I've had and yeah. I've been roped into fucking pyramid scheme and uh-huh. bullshit scheme after one another, and I'm. Well, have you been roped in, or have you had the pitch and had to just sit through the pitch? Well, I've, I don't I've, think you've gotten all the way. You're absolutely right. I've never, I never actually started selling those products. Right, you're right. Actually, you haven't like, crossed over into the, the the full dark side. No, no, no. But it feels like, yeah, the most egregious abuse and waste of of time. Yeah, and when you're away from it for a second, you feel a fury. That makes you want to rip that person's face off. Yeah. And so now I have to go like, all right, now I got to get all. Then I go, so what's the first thought I want to investigate, Jacob? What do you think? Uh, what Like, what is your now next move? Yeah. So like now I'm like, uh, I got I to gotta get on the internet and look into this. So you, you're looking up the company name. Correct. You're certainly looking up the company I'm name. The company name. Uh, you're probably Googling the name of the person who sent you the email. Great job. So I look up the name of the company. Uh-huh. There is a company with that name, but it's out of New York. Okay. Not out of Nevada. Or Ohio. Or Ohio. Or Ohio. <laughs> Where maybe maybe, maybe my fifth or sixth Google search will be right. uh, special, ear specialists in ear Ohio. Ear specialists in Ohio. So they might be like, you know, like, you know, what's the, who's the guy that in Kansas City that operates on all the NFL guys' knees? Uh, yeah, uh, shit. You know uh, Andrews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might, there might be the Dr. James Andrews of ears. He just happens to live in Cincinnati. Then it occurs hold on, to hold me. On. There's a king of knee surgery? Yeah. Oh, boy. If there's any sports injury, you go to Dr. James Andrews. And, uh... <laughs> I know uh, people who've had their knees operated on by him. I'm sure he because can. he's not just he's not just sports stars. I mean, he's, he's, he's well circus renowned. performers. I mean, he's circus performers. He's but yeah. it's all knees. He's a knee guy. So first thing I do is check he's out like ACL and that kind of thing. Check out the company name. There's one in New York. It doesn't say investments. It does, but does say properties. Does it say gift shop? Uh, gift cards? <laughs> do they specialize in gift cards? Doesn't say gift cards. No. Weird. Weird. Then I realize the woman's name. There's no signature on it. You know what I mean? There's no... On the website? Like, we're emailing back and forth. What do you oh, th- you mean there was nothing else besides just Barbara. Right. 
Just Barbara? No, her. There was a last name? It's a fake name. I don't know why I'm withholding it. Barbara James. (laughs) That's two first names. Run, man. That is not that guy's name. Two first names. Sweet Barbara James. Yeah. So then I look up her and I and I go so so and uh, Ohio companies in New York. I bet she's a real. No, because where did this source come from? Oh, your your message board. Yeah, the whole reason I got roped in is because yes. my fucking neighbor. Oh, right. Because your thought was so this is a neighbor. So your yes. your first and your first search is search the company. Your second search is search the person. Yeah. Your third search is or your third your third thing to figure out yeah. is can anyone just get onto this message board? Yes. Yes. And apparently anyone. Can. Because I I no. thought about that ten minutes ago. It's no, a, it's restricted. Yeah, so the post is not made by Barbara James. That's the name of the person in the email in the message. Oh. Put it up. Someone looked up the name of an old lady and took this other name. So this other name is the name that posted it. And I I researched that name. I don't know if she's dead or not, but I couldn't find out. But she's an old neighbor but you, who but you thought about has that likely too. fallen for every Facebook scam ever. Right. Look and, you certainly, and you certainly wondered if him. she was dead. Yes, I did. I wondered yeah. if she was dead. But, but, but I verified a name and address. I'll take the quiz to find out oh, what Las rock Vegas. I am. <laughs> I want to know. Turns out, Pebble. I'm igneous. <laughs> I knew it. Speaks to my fiery disposition. Yeah. Volcanic. <laughs> so, so the name is not. Barbara James is the name of an actual Nevada resident. Okay. And, and someone used that Nevada resident to get on the nosy neighbor board. Oh, boy. Oh. What a bunch of shady shit. Because yeah. the nosy neighbor board is, it's not just like a Facebook, it's not no. an open Facebook group or something. I mean, it's no, a no. it's a closed It's a thing. closed group. It's moderated. It's closed. And I think you have to fill out a local address to get on it. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you talk to the old moderator say, hey, get that band hammer ready. I that did. got you a fucking. Video. You did okay. I did. That was after the fact. That was kind of like a like before I went to bed. I was like, oh, I might as well. I was like, I can't be the only person. Probably not. To this, you know. Probably not. So I uh, realized that, and then I'm, now I'm like, oh, now this now now this guy's now you're pissed. And but now just to confirm, what I do is I take, I cut and paste sentences and phrases from it with the quotes and put it into search engines. Oh, funny. To be like, I bet this isn't the only... Yeah. And it's everywhere. Everywhere. Sure. It's everywhere. And I was like, oh, fuck. Dude, does this mean that you're not going to get me those eBay gift cards? I have them. Oh, good. I was, I was trying to <laughs> be a good worker. Did you at least get the $14 check? Because that's I great. I didn't get the check, but I fronted the money. Funny. <laughs> I said, no, I'm a good employee. I went out and bought the eBay gift cards. I went ahead and bought a printer. And See, what I want to know is... This is it, yeah. What if, is the business? If you're going to get a physical check in the mail in a couple of days. Okay, so here's what I had to... I, here's what I I wanted to do. Like, I looked over, and basically what happens is... I don't know how. Uh-huh. But by whatever the process is to get an eBay gift card, something will will be amiss, and then they will demand information from you after you've purchased the cards. That's, ah. that's how the shake goes that's the down. Shake down. Okay, I don't. So know the, the shake I, is not the eBay card. No, but interesting. But didn't so the fourteen hundred dollar check is somehow fraudulent? It's it going to get caught in time. Is that what it is? 
I, for, I, I went and looked. It was like on Scam Hunters or something like sure. that. So yeah. I tried to find my best to find the play-by-play because that was the thing was that, that was really – the last thing that was bothering me was like – You went full fucking Columbo on this. I was angry. Yeah. So I wasn't able to, I wasn't able to go to bed. You right. know what I mean? You need to call the local news. You're already <laughs> pissed. You need to I'm call Action pissed. 3. You might as well, might as well yeah. divert that energy into something. Get yeah. Hate News Now on this shit. So I, I – I, Hate News Now. <laughs> but something happens basically where they will find a way to, to use whatever – Whatever, whatever the procedure is, they find a way to get angry at you and blackmail oh, you. Jesus. Okay, that's how it goes down. Because that's things I was all I was as I was haunting this is that I remember Penn having a friend who um, who who uh, someone dropped a wallet and then found a wallet and the guy's like, "Hey, is this your wallet?" And he's like, "No." And the oh, because that's the one where, like, if you touch your, if you touch the pocket that your wallet's in at that point, they know where to. Find no, it. no, 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 that, that marks where it is. It. No, 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 because that's what that's what everyone's wondering about. But but basically, Penn, a guy felt it happening and called Penn was like, "How the fuck does this work? Work? What? What is the deal?" And he on told him uh-huh. what the trick was. And so Penn called another carny friend. And the thing is that what happens is that like you you will open the wallet, there will be uh, some cash in it. And a business card and some other things, and then make it look legit. Okay. You will call the owner of the wallet together. The guy will say, "You know what? I'm going to give you a reward, and it's it's for it's for like uh, whatever amount of money. I'm going to come down the there. Wallet. It's in the there's some money in the wallet, but then there's also like another like basically like I'm going to give if you. If there's two hundred bucks in the wallet, they say the wallet. I'm going to give you fifty bucks. No, no, no. It'll be like I'm going to come down and I'll give you like uh, I'll give you like a thousand. Oh. And you go, okay. For finding my wallet with a business card in it. Something like that, yeah. Still, and, though. And so you're both hanging out, waiting uh, for the guy to show up. Oh, we both found it. Okay, I'll give you 500 bucks each for, for finding my wallet, right? And the other guy goes, oh, shit, I got to catch my flight. And there's only $200 in this wallet. And so you think a thousand's coming. So you give Oh, him, okay. So you give him a 300. You hand him a 300, knowing the guy, and then the guy never shows up. Right, sure. And he walks with five. Yeah. Good. Or and, or three hundred of yours, some along yeah, those lines. Right. That's, that's the okay. Thing. That so that's right. what I was like. I was like, how does this work? How does the eBay card thing work? And I couldn't find anyone who actually gave the play by play. I could only find people who were like those motherfuckers. Because my my assumption you know? to that has been this whole time, you will purchase the eBay cards thinking that the check that you receive is legitimate. Yeah. You'll go ahead and purchase them while the check is still processing. So it shows up in your account, but it's still actually processing. Yeah. Then it's going to bounce because it's not a real thing. And then you'll lose $1,000. Right. Because you sent those cards off. You physically right. mail those cards off. Yes. Yeah. I feel like that's a possibility. That That's my assumption yeah. on what the scam is going to be. I couldn't. I took, you know, I did whatever little research I could to figure out how the actual steps would work. But, right. But it was like whatever. And then just, you know. I spent, you know, those whatever the, the hours between my kid's birthday party and the phone call of my wife, yeah, thinking I'd help solve problems in our household. And even though oh, I figured it shitty. out, that's shitty, man. I did not. That's yeah. a pain in the dick. I feel you exactly. That's ter- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That it is really that is, a, that is just shitty. It sometimes just doesn't fully click until you speak to another rational human being. Hundred percent. And it's so funny. And so much of it is just like, just say it out loud. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, just next time, pretend you're recording a uh, a Hillbill podcast. Off the second email, and, before, and, just, and just talk to yourself yeah, for half an hour. Off of the second email, yeah. When the bells first started going off, I thought about actually, like it was actually it was like 
I bet in Scoopville we have like Blue Line Scoops email address. You know, yeah. I was like, I was oh, like, oh, we do. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was, it was like, just off of the first two emails, I want to be like, I should have the thought crossed me like I should have someone who works in police look at this. Or this we, we have Law and Order Scoops as well. Get yeah, it, that's true. We have Law and Order Scoops. Yeah, well. to the proper authorities. Well, and yeah. so also, I, your dad is a lawyer. <laughs> no, I know, but, but that's embarrassing. <laughs> that is, yeah. Well, of course, he listens to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's embarrassing. You yeah, know sure. what I mean? Like, so you want to like go like you want to be like, hey, look this over and tell me how much of an idiot I am. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so it's the same reason uh, you didn't call me your Paul, right? Well, Anne, yeah, Anne, exactly. yes. Anne has been in retail so long that she has goddamn sixth sense when it comes to lies and bullshit. Oh, the amount of people just walk into a store and must try to hustle. Oh Jesus! All oh, God, I can't imagine all goddamn day. But she has just got. Bloodhound mixed with Killer Wasp. She knows the <laughs> second. Wasp. Seriously, she knows the second somebody's lying. She's almost got it to us. Like yeah. she can watch something on TV and be like, "That's a lie." Yeah, within an instant. And it's so funny. Like it hasn't happened in a long time. Yeah. But I can recall times when I would come home after hearing a wild story or an interesting story from a coworker. Yeah. Uh-huh, and start to relate that to Anne. And I'm a sentence in. She's like, "That's a lie." Yeah. And I think about it for a second. I go. Oh yeah! Fuck you! You probably right as hell. That is probably absolutely bullshit. But I I, but for whatever reason, in I, the moment, I guess, not only in the moment, but I think too, we want to trust people, yeah, and we want to think the best of people, sure, and we want the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow because we're fucking artist goofballs, yeah, who really believe in the fucking uh, magic of Hollywood, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But no, it's very it's very simple. I mean it's it's the it's the same it's the same playbook that hits everybody. Yes. Like I mean, it's like I said earlier, these things don't hit people that have you know eighty thousand dollar a year jobs. Right. No. You know, that that's that's not who these people hit. These these people hit people who are either down on their luck, who've had a bad year like like Matt has had or whatever. Yep. But it, it's just that's how clear, these like, things work. And I wanna be clear, like it's just about like for those of you who've been following me, like I had the most unbelievable first year a first year magician could have. Right. It's just that July and August both exactly had no no. Yeah, sorry, I said I said bad year, bad month. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was just a bad couple of months leading into this, and then kids starting. I got a private kid in private preschool. Yes, you have to, to tell me. I, I just want to be clear with our audience. You I went. Go, right. I went with this. I went through the same shit after starting up over at the haunted museum, and then having to let that go. Yeah, because it was just too crazy, and then just floating for a while. It comes in waves. I'm doing something that's paying the bills, but barely. Yeah, it's just how it is. No, when I but first... I know I know it's going to turn around. But I have looked at lots of shit like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of shit. When like I this. first moved to Vegas, you already know to like. If, I mean, I'm on if, fucking LinkedIn. That's it, Ugh. right? And you already know that like highly motivated means you're fucked. If the, yeah, if the worst is I just know looking for highly motivated all because of that means all of it. All Hi- of it. Highly motivated means someone who will work more hours than we're paying for. Yeah, <sighs> which was my and, 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 and my previous gig. You can yeah. make blank, but it's impossible to reach yeah, that commission. You could make blah, commission blah, blah, based. Blah, blah. But you're fucked unless yeah, you're yeah. like the, unless you're Saul Goodman. If you yeah. work 120 hours a week, you're yeah. fine. That's what that's the trade off I made. Was I like I'm not going to work in the sun this summer? Yeah. I'm not going to make that much money, but I'm not going to be on commission. Yeah. I'm not going to sweat to death, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be on commission. Yeah. And At the end of the week, each the, week, you know what you know what that check's going to be. That was the trade off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, when I when I first moved to Vegas, uh, this has been 11 years now. Uh, when I first moved out here, I was I was checking Craigslist and all and all those kind of job sites for different audio gigs, 
and the amount of just bullshit out there. Oh yeah, I ended up finding a great gig at a at a jazz club in town that is that is no longer around. Which I was just talking about the other day. It was the coolest place in town. It was so it was so awesome. It didn't pay very much. So cool, it's not even here anymore. Well, I mean, it was no, so. I hear you. It's it was so cool. It, I mean, it, it, it was, was impossible for them to make money because right. because like everything in the place was just awesome. Yeah, and uh, you, you you just couldn't make money that. on it. Yep. Yeah, uh, but like they were honest. They were upfront. They were like, "Here's what we're going to pay. It's less than we should pay for a position like this, but that's but what that's we can what afford. We yeah. So if you're if you're willing to work for this, here's what we can do." Uh, their their hook for me was uh, also though there's free booze. Oh jeez, and it's whatever. Literally, uh, at the end of the week each week because it was a jazz club. I don't think I, I don't think I've, I've talked about this on the show. No, you have not. No, it was a jazz club with live music seven nights I a week. Jazz club Jacob is a new person right this now. Is a My new big. character. Uh, uh, live music seven nights a week. About five of those nights would be the house trio. Four or five nights a week would be the house trio. And then uh, two or three nights a week, they'd bring in uh, guest bands. Uh, and then any night, they might bring in a guest singer or a guest uh, a guest musician to just sit in with the house trio. All they wanted in this jazz club, though, was for it to sound like it was not mic'd at all. So they didn't want you making adjustments during the sets. They didn't want you doing anything really during the night. They wanted they you to want come you in. The, during a bass solo to go, testing. Right. <laughs> Testing. Is this thing on? Test. Test. And also, what would also happen sometimes is people would be sitting, in the, sitting at like a table, and they would be sipping champagne, and they would just spit the champagne out and be like, is this place mic'd? <laughs> and they would it, just, sounds, it sounds fucking mic'd. And they'd be like, excuse me. And they would get up and they would leave. They would that seems, the table. That kind of seems like what the managers were afraid Fetch of. Fetch me my coat. I'm outraged. Jacob, do you know what jazz is referred to as in the Star Wars universe? No. Jizz. You're welcome. I'm not, I'm not fronting. You know, Max Rebo and the Cantina Band? No. They played jizz. I agree. <laughs> Fine. I agree. Just letting you know, you should have been working. Thick, thick, salty jams they're putting <laughs> you in. You should have been working at a jizz band. Jizz band. So they didn't pay much, but all they wanted me to do was show up, do about a 10-minute sound check, mm-hmm. set everything, and then walk away from it, and then be there during the course of the night when the band would take breaks to just turn on a CD. Yeah. All the rest of the time, I would sit at the bar with the manager. The manager had a brand of scotch that he would drink, and I would drink uh, Johnny Walker Blue Label. And the two of us would just sit there and get hammered. Yeah. Every single night. God damn. Just drink as much as we could and wanted to. And then at the end of the night each, or at the end of the week each each month, uh, he would he would come up with a reckoning of of what we had drank. Retail wise, yeah, not what it cost the bar, but what it what it what it cost them, you know, for, in sales. Sure, in, in huge. Quotes. Had you been actually drinking? Yes, yes, and it was always like triple what I had made. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Well, that again, trade offs. That's yeah. what life is trade offs. But they were they were completely honest and upfront about that. They were like, "You can drink anything that we have at the bar, and that makes and a that's huge, on you. It makes a huge difference. Or that, that's that's on us, rather. It's not on you. It's on us. And 
but I mean, like, here's what we can pay. Here's what we can afford to do here. But the liquor that's out of a different account and everything else, and and they were also a little mobbed up. Uh, that, that's a that's a whole at a jazz thing. club. Yeah, weird, right? We now find out why this never came up before. No, I mean that's that's the whole story. Yeah, it was great. Old two mics over here. Yeah, and uh, I'll take this moment right now to thank everybody who backs us on Patreon. Thank you. Both, both this project and my Hillbill project, the people who are backing us have really uh, – we Paul and I would be making meth in our basements. I'm telling you the for... honest to God truth. Wait, if not for the Patreon money – basements? If not for the Patreon money, I would be fucked. Yeah. Fucked these last six months. Fucked. Yeah. Fucked sideways. And so thank you, thank you, thank you. And it's hard. And again, like the, the thing that, that, that I'm so thankful for is because can I get something that pays enough – like if I have to leave the kids, it has to pay enough to cover that – and do more, which is just yep. hard when you're starting. Yep. Um, so, so the fact that people are, are supporting us on, on uh, preachingfun.com. Preachingfun.com. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. I seriously love you guys. Thank and you. Thank we you, also thank appreciate you. the fact that you guys write in. So let's uh, go ahead. Let's and hear your words. Some, let's go to some scoop mail. Yeah, Say your things. That. Physical scoop mail. Physical oh, scoop wow. mail. Zippity doo. We got mail in a box. I love it. That singer's amazing. He's good. <laughs> Message for you, son. Jacob has physical. We scoop. got one here that I've been sitting on for a while. This is from Lethal Scoop. Hey guys, I can't believe that no one has bought Paul diapers yet. <laughs> the bowls are <laughs> for all of you, you to been, enjoy. How long have you been sitting on this since I was doing Fifty Shades? Uh, since we moved out of our old studio. Oh, someone bought Paul adult diapers. Fit right plus adult fit right. diapers. <laughs> Yeah. I doubt they will, but thank you. Let's see. Here you go. No, we can't do it Bad now. Catch. But I will I will wear them on camera at some point. <laughs> I have no shame anymore. At the Scoop Fest Sumo Wrestling? Ah, uh, maybe. Yes. Maybe. And then we also got some stress balls. Stress balls. They're actually testicles. Oh, yep. gosh. That one's swoosh, and the other one is a badge. <laughs> the Fit Right design promotes better fit and comfort. That looks disgusting. It has That's a horrible. 4D Silver Series core with odor about the balls, protection. not the diapers. 4D? 4D. It provides optimal dryness. 4D's nuts. And dignity. This provides... DTS 4D's nuts. This provides dignity. This is more dignity than I've had in my entire career <laughs> right here in these Fit Rights. It's got a soft anti-leak guard, reduces leakage, and improves containment. Oh, boy. That improves containment. Are these pants or a pipe? Yes. <laughs> or both. Uh, that is some, that's some sexy, sexy stuff. Fit right. The testicle thing is a little weird, the ones, the stress ball squeezers. It actually has it where... It seems like you're actually going to break it open, like it's like it's yeah, like it, a weird it, it, bloody. When you, when you squeeze bulge. it, it thins out. It has a liquid inside of it yeah. that thins out, so you can see it. And oh, it's, it's red. really gross! I it bet that's what would happen if you squeezed your ball sack are, really hard like no, that. No, no, In, inside mine. of this, trust me, squeeze mine. Squeeze mine right now, Paul. Inside of this, there are two open? hard objects. Ooh, testicles. That, well, toss that it to us. Kind of like grapes. Toss it to us. But I believe they're supposed to be testicles. Oh, Jacob just put his balls in my face. How's it feel? Oh boy, that is yeah. It's weird. It's even grosser up close. That yeah. is uh, a gross toy. It becomes translucent when now you it, squeeze it. It has wrinkles on it. It has wrinkles on it, but it doesn't have the chicken skin effect. These yeah. balls are brought to you by Ridges. Now, if we only put this in a big gray nest, mm. it could be like oh yeah, Yeti balls. Yuck! Oh, this They're is gross, good. Right? It really feels like some somebody's 
Sacula. I wish we were back on Twitch. Oh. Ow. It's coming. It's coming. We got one here from Spring Loaded Scoop. Your recent email from Larry the XGD Falcon uh, brought up a question that I've always wondered about. I don't think you guys have experience with this, but I'm hoping for at least opinions. Okay, we have those. Yep, we do have those. By the boatload. If an employer says that they are not happy with your work and want to put you on, let's say, a 60-day performance improvement plan. Yes. Is there anything that you can do or say in those 60 days to turn their opinion of you around? Or are they really just hinting that you should find a new job within the next two months? Oh, good I've question. never been in this situation. I know my natural inclination would uh, would be uh, see it as a challenge and do whatever I needed to accomplish uh, what they asked of me. But sometimes I think that management speak is a language I, that I don't understand in a, and, in a frequency that I can't hear. And that's from uh, Spring Loaded Scoop. Spring Loaded Scoop, that is a great question. Very good question. What my your, paranoid ass says the latter. They're basically telling me I have two months. They're basically giving me two months' notice to find a job. If That's I am told, if I am told, you have sixty days to modify your behavior. Yeah, I am looking for a new job, and I doubt I'll even last sixty days. Right. You, you, you yeah, want, You want to be gone in fourteen? I'm gone in five. Yeah, I'm yeah, out. yeah. I'm out. I. If depends. that's not my last, if, honestly, if that's not my last day, I'm probably pretty upset. Right? Have you does ever? That, does that feel? If it, again, opinion. But it feels accusatory and odd, and it's like, yo, you want me yeah, to yeah. modify what's going on? Have I'll you, modify it. Have you ever gone to the mat to keep one of your jobs? No. I don't think so, no. I I definitely... Uh, I've had a very similar conversation to this about jobs. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think that I've ever fought for one of those. I definitely... Uh, Tried to stop Wayne Brady from firing me two weeks before he fired me. Yeah, I remember that in that show. It just was not a. It's just this show was changing. It wasn't like I could do anything. But I, I basically was like, Paul is going to pop those testicles. I went over. And it's going to be horrible. It's going to be so gross. I basically was like, you haven't said. But with a gig like that, yeah, that's something you fight for. Oh, exactly. That's it. I was like, I either am, that's different. I either making a good amount of money performing in front of seven hundred people a night. Or I'm waitering a brio. I was like, I got to at least. Absolutely. Go to I could try a little. Yeah. I, I have had design jobs for but shows that every oh. single one of our listeners have heard of uh, for, for live versions of television shows and things like that that I've had this conversation with. Yeah. Where it's basically like, no one likes the way you're handling these things. And I've had to either decide, like, I either have to handle this a different way or I need to be okay with GTFO. losing this. I would honestly, in a situation where, because I've had situations where, like, maybe sometimes not not this this explicit, but maybe shit comes down the pipe, and all of a sudden, I feel like I'm being tremendously misinterpreted. Okay. Or whereas that we've never had a chance to communicate about anything. Sure. Where I kind of would try to either find the boss or someone I trust to be like, okay, here's what's going on, and here's what I think why it's going on. Yeah. And I'd like a chance to. And kind of like co-create the plan of action rather than rather than hoops to jump through. Yeah. Try to like. Oh, if, fair enough. You can have like authorship in the plan of action to cha- turn things around. Sure. I'd maybe go for it that way again. And I think I just don't think I've had that many jobs that had enough pay and prestige. Yeah. Where my, where it was on the line at, for any amount of time where I would have had to go to bat for it. You had at Second City, you had two guys throw you under the bus for like a comment you made in the dressing room, right? 
Uh, yes. You were like, oh, fucking two show days. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. Which, now that we've all worked with Paul for years, yeah. it's hilarious. Because you, you do throw those statements out without thinking about them, and you don't mean them like, I hate my life. You just go like, oh, God, long day with the dogs. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm being honest, too. Like, what performer yeah. doesn't prefer one show <laughs> over one two? two shows. Yeah, yeah. I can do two. Yeah. But they took it. And that they doesn't were mean like, you're not willing to do two. Well, not only that, they were like, they were like, they, how dare you uh, even insinuate that you don't bring 100% on a two-show night. Yeah. Da, da, da. And meanwhile, all, and your all, answer was, I never said I don't bring well, 100%. Well, meanwhile, these individuals were high all day long. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> That's go. it. Paul's story, Paul's Second City story is way more tumultuous than your Star Trek you, story. You can ask Ann. I was never more miserable than, work, yeah. than when working working for that company. It's one of those things where you get a gig where you're like, ah. And I mean, I, I'd understudied for four years. That's tough. The letter writing campaign on my behalf from right. some of those members of the cast to get helped you me in. get that spot. Finally got it. And then the two guys and it fucking hated really it. Really tough. Oh, yeah. I was resented. Because I wasn't from the Chicago system, sure. and I was basically not allowing one of their other Chicago friends to come out and get high. Yep. Yeah. That's what I was. And I didn't get high. <laughs> right. I still don't get high, Right. nor do I get drunk. No. Although you've had, you knocked back that old camp. Yeah. Sure did. And boy, <laughs> I'm flying. Paul had a half a shot. It was a tough fucking time. Yeah. A really tough fucking time. And here's the thing, is that you don't talk about it because it's a revered position right sure in other words not that you don't want to be honest but someone who never got into second city might be like i can't believe this motherfucker's complaining about that it's a dream gig exactly right and there were days when it was a dream gig and when i got a second company when the company changed over yeah. and i got a new b- batch of actors to work with Things were a lot smoother sailing. But it was oh, it's, sure. it's really smoother sailing. It's the same thing with my boat gig when I worked for Second City. Yeah. My first run, great. Yeah. Good fun. Yeah. Met some cool people. No problems. Second run, insanity. <laughs> right. Absolute insanity. Yeah. Tried me. Like I I've remember. Ne- I, just, oh. I also remember, and I, and I would have I made the same decisions as you made because you were like, you had such a good experience in your first boat, right? That when you had to go back out because I hated because I was I was helping hold down the fort of the of the whole improv scene when you when you left for your yep. second boat. I was like, oh god damn it! I know. Yeah. And when you came back and told me how awful it was, I was like, oh whoa, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. And uh, well, it was the longer one. It was the five month cruise. Yeah. And we went from do from the first again, not complaining about work. Right. However, yeah. First cruise, we were doing three or four shows a week. Sometimes we would do one show in two weeks. Right, right, right. Depending right, on right. where the boat was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second cruise, five months, 16 shows a week. 16. No, 15 shows every six days. That's oh. a lot. 15 shows every six days. Improvised shows, scripted shows, improvised afternoon murder mystery dinner theater. That's where I'd ra- I want you to squeeze oh. my nuts like you squeeze my that mouth toy. is watering. In which. I can't wait for Nug to come out and talk again because he was with me there. 
in which I was the character who every day except one, every time we put on this performance except once, I was the character that was murdered and then returns as the inspector. (laughs) (laughs) One day it didn't happen. Yeah. One day. Heavy lifting. You're the guy. Thankless work. That's a shitty... It was tough. It was tough, and I don't. I didn't. But I. I don't. I hope I didn't come off completely like. Ah, rah, there were days. Every first of all, every gig, every every single thing you book becomes a job. Every yeah, job, every job it. becomes a job. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I had a very similar experience to that My with wife, the theme park. All of those, all the people that were in uh, in Jersey Boys, yeah, would love if it was stayed open nine years instead of eight. Yes, sure, every one of them. But if you listen to them talking barbecues, you would not think that. Right. But they weren't talking to the press. They weren't talking to struggling actors. They weren't talking to their their families who were rooting for them. They were commiserating with their co-workers at yeah. barbecues. They exactly. were talking I mean, to the other people that were also in the dressing rooms when something stupid happened. And exactly. everything drives you up a fucking wall. Little things drive up a fucking wall when you do things day in and day out. And 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 the and when you take extremely creative people. Yes. Who are born to create and keep finding inspiration, uh-huh. and make them do the same thing day after day? And if they if they deviate from that, they get notes or mm-hmm. reports or whatever. It's one of the weirdest things, one of the strangest things you could do to a creative person. I'm in a situation now where the job is not super creative, but I'm okay with that. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a performance gig. Yeah, but it's simple simple but now there are individuals coming on board who want to be super creative oh at the expense of the show uh, at the expense of safety uh, at the expense of consistency uh, at the expense of my fucking sanity right 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 right, right. and again just some days a job is a job yeah yeah, yeah. and then also you want to kind of be like it's not you're good at it you're it's not it's not broadway yeah and so you want to kind of be left alone and just knock it out. That's a dude. Yeah. And like, oh. And I, I, I bring it home. Yeah. I. But I, when I, someone else steps up, I just, oh, I don't even want to get it. It's, no, it's, no. It's too much. I am, like, my experience with Penn and then Piff has done a lot to allow me to be honest and let go of how hard the Wayne Brady show was. Oh, Yeah. What a tough experience. Yes. Right? Yes. That, like, yeah. those two other people gave me heavy-hitting opportunities. With Penn, working with a huge celebrity and knocking things out and being and being able to right. to um, co-create, being able to contribute, and uh, to, to be valued, right? Yes. And with Piff, Piff has put me in front of, you know, he put me in front of 1,600 people at Foxwoods. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Piff has put me in front of large, large audiences mm-hmm. where, I, where I got to hold my own by myself. Yes. Right. And all of that did a lot to like relax about how awkward and 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 and, uh, and anxious doing that show was. Mm-hmm. And like, and again, never want to talk about because it, it was like you did fucking Wayne Brady show, yeah. And there were times where it was. There were times where it was, like I definitely in that time got to do uh, one time I got to do a two person show with him, and there was no he didn't do the music. It was me and right. him for ninety minutes, uh-huh. and we crushed it. Yeah. And it was the coolest experience of my fucking life. Right. But that was one of maybe 40 shows I did with him. (laughs) 
Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I but, did about 40 shows the, with Wayne. But here's the other thing. Here's the other I, thing. I didn't have one of those. <laughs> what the, it's hard. You know, I mean, to, 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 that, to make sure I'm not talking to school, I just want to be very clear about, like, right. when you, when I've never, I had never been in an improv environment where if I did well and one person didn't do well, it was considered a horrible show. <laughs> and that person did well and I looked like a fucking idiot. It was an amazing show. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, that's... everyone's money was put down to watch sure. one guy kick total ass. Right. right. And so all of your improv technique, all of your improv background, all your creativity was not geared towards right. knocking shit out the way you were taught to knock it out, like you would even at Second City. No. It was like, how do Real I back. service this one man Real to make sure back. that this guy is a constant rock star, Yeah. or yeah. else I'm not doing my job. Which is the job, yeah. in a weird way. Yeah, and, yeah. But it, that, that's a very tough adjustment to make. And that's The, the best way I can explain is that like, I was like, I was in front of 700 people in a packed house. Trying to make one person laugh, right? And it was Wayne Brady. Yeah, and I didn't. It didn't matter whether I was making other people laugh. But when you do get those great moments, yeah, when when things do click, that's the drug we keep coming back for, and that's oh, why oh. we continue to subject ourselves to these difficult situations. Definitely, it's because we know how rewarding it truly can be, and we love this shit. Yeah, please do not mistake for a moment. As hard as I had it. At certain points, yeah, I'm laughing because I'm like, if my phone lit up right now and it said Wayne, I th- yeah, I would be, I would be in my car on my way. If sure. Second City was still here, I'd be fighting to still be working with them. Yeah. I would hope I would still be working with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was working with them up until they closed. <laughs> yeah, then yeah. went on two ships for them. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I had a good right. relationship with them. Yeah, I enjoyed my time at Second City. Yeah, there were times when it was really, really. There's times hard. when it's a job. Mm-hmm. Really hard. Yeah, yeah, but that's. That's life. That's life. You know what else is the job? Jock versus nerd is the oh, job. Oh, that is our job right now. One day this will be my job and then everything will be okay. Oh, am I? Fuck yeah. I'm on the hunt for balls. On the hunt for balls. We got one here from Chris. Uh, Chris doesn't have a scoop name here, but yeah, it's Chris. Uh, the Jock vs. Nerd is blatantly ripped off from Reddit, but it seems like it would fit the show well. Reddit asked readers, without saying what the category is, what are your top five? Below uh, you'll find a list of six of the top uh, of the top five lists provided. While people did provide their own category responses in this Jock vs. Nerd, it's up to the boys to determine what the appropriate category is. Oh, hilarious. There's no real right or wrong answer. All just right. up to Jacob to award points as he sees fit. Feel free to alternate between Matt and Paul or just have them buzz in. Time it's out. It's all up to you. We have the best fucking listeners. We do. Yep. No, and I, like, how much, you know, people always talk about blah, blah, blah. For the, the scoop fest we pull off, the engagement we have on social media, the gifts that they send us, uh-huh. the amount of backers and the amounts of people back us on Patreon. But also, we hand more than half the show over sometimes to our listeners. Mm-hmm. Easily. And they deliver. And they deliver. And the Jock versus Nerd, the amount of different formats I would have, I would have, you have told me when we first started doing this. <laughs> right? Yeah. That like. Extremely creative. This is just another totally different format that I was like, oh, this is a good idea. Yeah. This is a good idea. Uh, so list number one, uh, we have – so if I understand this, I'm, I'm going to read off these different uh, these different category uh, – these different lists you're of gonna categories. List, you're going to – wait. Now, you're, these are these – are, okay, you're, go ahead. You're going to give us the list and we come up with the category, yeah? We come up with the category. Okay. Right? Well, well let's see. I'm gonna, I'll tell you what list number one is okay. and you tell me what you think you should do. Great. Uh <laughs> Cigars, dogs, 
guns, modeling kits, booze. Uh, buzz in. Go ahead. Go ahead, Paul. Things you shouldn't put in your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> top five. <laughs> top five things. The, the, the top, five things top five things you shouldn't put in your pussy. Top five things you shouldn't put in your pussy. Okay. Read the, read the list again to me. Uh, cigars. Mm-hmm. Dogs. Mm-hmm. Guns. Mm-hmm. Modeling kits. Mm-hmm. And booze. Uh, things I'd suck on to impress a potential employer. Top five things I'd suck on to impress a potential employer. Uh, Matt with the win. There you go. <laughs> That's good. That was a close one, though. Close one. Yeah. Uh, list number two. Fresh asphalt. Mint. Nail polish remover. My own farts. Meat on the grill. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, Paul. What are the latest Jelly Belly gross-out flavors? <laughs> <laughs> I actually believe this is the top five cents of summer. Uh, Paul. Paul with the points. Hey. <laughs> list number three. I would eat a fresh asphalt jelly belly. <laughs> have you ever had the skunk one? Did you guys have that one? We did it. We did it here. The skunk we, we one. That. The we, skunk one was mine. Right? We played Russian yeah, roulette with it. jelly belly. And it it damn yeah. near killed it's me. It's the worst. Jacob lost. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Jacob lost. <laughs> like it really fucked up my taste for over a day. Yeah, it was. Bad. It was something you spoke of in in emotional tones for like a month. Yeah, yeah I believe it. it you're really you not. You're really you not happy that we did beans. that. Like, I'm, I'm a little triggered right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was the day that this gig became a job. Pete for Jacob. <laughs> That's it. That gave him PTSD's nuts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> These beans. PTSD's beans. <laughs> List number three. Oscar, The Count, Grover, Ernie, Kermit. Uh, top five unused names for the Emmys. <laughs> Uh, that's a good name, but unfortunately, you did not buzz in. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, top five ways I order my steak. Oh, there you go, with Matt with the points. <laughs> <With> Oscar. <laughs> Oscar's the actual only Os- legit. Oscar's the only one. Oh, yeah, they can have an Oscar. There you go. List number four. Eyes, butt, feet, boobs, vagina. Buzz. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, top five things I'd sneak out of uh, the cadaver day at my medical school. <laughs> Buzz. Paul. Top five things hair should be removed from immediately. <laughs> <laughs> points to Paul. That's good. That's good points to Paul. <laughs> uh, list number five. We're all tied up. Uh, French fries, yeah. macaroni and cheese, tortilla chips, ice cream, crackers. Buzz. Go ahead, Matt. Top five things uh, the Yeti suitcased up his asshole in rehearsal. Buzz. Yes, Paul. Uh, top five guesses as to what gave my dog diarrhea. <laughs> oh, Paul takes the lead. Paul's got a commanding lead now. That's three to one, I think. I think that's just. Uh, I think it's just uh, three to two. Mm. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was number five. Mm. Yeah, three to two. Uh, and, uh, list number six. Last one. Oh. Scarlett Johansson, Amelia Clark, Alex Alexandria. Dadaro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Joseph Stalin, Elizabeth Olsen. Who's Electra, Electra uh, Dadaro? She was in the first season of True Detective. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Buzz. Go ahead, Matt. Who are the last people should be playing a, a, trans, a, a trans person in a movie? <laughs> Joseph Stalin. <laughs> Joseph, Joseph Stalin. Stalin would not be a good one. No. Uh, let me think. Oh, uh, Buzz. Go, Paul. Top five people I wish uh, to have as a driving instructor. 
Oh, I'm afraid Matt gets that one. No way you want Stalin as a driving instructor. <laughs> which means we ended a tie, which we all know what that means. Hope Jacob you had wins. fun fucking you in the face five different ways. See you at Scoop Fest. And it's the Freehold Scoop. Oh, he does have a name there. I didn't see it down there. Awesome, Freehold. Thank you, Can't Freehold. wait to see you at Scoop Fest. Hey, guys, don't forget, it's not too late to buy tickets to Scoop Fest. No, yeah. it's not. You can get your ass out here to Las Vegas and have a crazy good time the vip cutoff is the 25th the 25th I that's believe. still a, a few days you off. still have time and if listen it's it's more expensive to do the vip if you can only afford the other thing those three days are gonna be insane are gonna be awesome like the non-vip experience is still three days where everything is the same yeah and uh we have an awesome awesome lineup go to scoopfestvegas.com yep. And it's going to be at Show Creators, which is a really mm-hmm. nice step up from where we had it last year. Yep. yep, they already are going. Already have expressed how much they're going the extra mile for. What which, they by the way, we're, we're saying the the VIP cutoff is the twenty fifth. Yeah, that is not the regular Scoop Fest cutoff. No, no. so well, we you, did order the shirts today. You no, can get that tickets. You can get tickets way up, close, but don't push it. Don't push yeah, it. Yeah. Come, do it. Actually, it's, it's the other thing that pushes like, oh shit, we need more t-shirts. Which right, is, right. Which is and even if that we give you an IOU and get you a t-shirt in two days, absolutely. Two, but we're not days. there yet. But yeah, we yeah, we, we order extra. That. We order extra. Right, you're gonna be fine. Yeah, but even if even if you end up and we have to we have to mail you a t-shirt, we'll we'll mail you the shit. You'll you'll get all of it. You'll get all the scoop bag and everything. But boy, even if we even if we're out of everything by the time you sign up for it, uh, yeah, we'll, I will we'll do all that kind of stuff. Boy, am I looking forward to Scoop Fest. Absolutely. Yeah. Holy shit, I got a week off from work. Yeah. Nine days in the clear. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be glorious. Yeah. Can't wait. I can't wait. Can't wait. And so many good people coming out. I thought. Don't forget, guys, on our uh, main website page. Yeah. Right there in our menu. Hayscoops.com. Hayscoops.com still has the fan vote for Movies with Mikey. It's up. Yes. It's not active for much longer. Because Mikey's going to come on the show, and we're going to reveal what movie he has to review. Yes. So put your votes in now. He's got to review a crummy film. Uh, it's going to put him to the test. Or Crawl. Right. Yeah. Or Crawl. Right. You're right. Crawl was good. And uh, it looks Batman like- and Robin is still in the lead. Right now. So get out there and vote for Crawl. Vote for Mortal Kombat. Um, and, uh, yeah, in fact, I'll even be, I know uh, uh, because of, because now the other, because uh, of doing my side project with RJ with the, the Patreon thing, it looks like we're going to hit our bonus amount, which means I'll be forming a brand new trick at Scoop Fest. Look at that. Nice. That will be voted on by the people, by the Even there. more draw. So, Even more draw for the Scoop Fest. Good gravy. No, I mean. The Apple Sisters are coming back. Oh, my God. Apple Sisters. Stars of Glow. Stars of Glow. And then we're going to be doing an improv set. With the Stars of Glow. With the Stars of Glow, plus our good pal from the North, who I just was talking about, old Nug Nargang, oh, wrestling fan extraordinaire. Nug, I can't wait to improvise with you, my friend. He's Dude. a good fucking time. Long time coming. He's, and again, had them tough days. Nug was one of the few things that kept me sane. Me and Nug, every week, we go and get sushi. That was our tradition. That was our, we survived another week. By sushi, Ritual. he means prostitutes. Oh, yeah, I do. We live on that boat. Naturally. Eating pussy, pussy of the prostitutes. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, prostitute pussy, I want to thank some people. Thank them away. I want to thank Penn Gillette for creating this podcast. That's a good start. I want to thank Alan Shepard, uh, the guy who got the closest to the moon and didn't step on it. I would like to thank Clark Marx, the unsung Marx brother. I want to thank uh, Alexandris uh, Nakudis. Closest one to this dog shit and did not step on it. I'd like to thank Cody Thurber, whose ancestors are what Thunder is named after. I want to thank Anais Thomasian, who 
uh, while driving a cab, someone hopped in the back and was like, step on it, and yet she did not step on it. I want to thank Corey McTitts Owens, who is part owner of Corey McTitts Owens Corning. I want to thank Andrew Friedrich, who watched a burning fuse head towards a big thing of dynamite and did not step on it. Big thanks to Dave Slusher of the Evil Genius Chronicles, Slushy King. I want to thank Andrew J. Sherman, who finished his cigarette, put it on the ground, and did not step on it. David Henderson. You know where he lives? The east side. I want to thank Spring Loaded Scoop, who saw a mouse in the kitchen and did not step on it, just got onto a chair and screamed. David Johnson, who may or may not resemble Toad from Mario Kart. I want to thank uh, April uh, from Cali, the Mama Scoop, who, uh, despite being a dominatrix, uh, saw her submissive person open his legs and she did not step on it. Thank you to David Newhan, Who can? You can, my man. Uh, I want to thank uh, Aaron uh, Trousty, who is taking uh, dance lessons via graphs on the ground, but did not step on it. David Penix, one-fourth of Penix Tonics, who are a really great acapella group, if you guys haven't checked them out. I want to thank Bob Schwartzlander, who was listening to uh, a friend tell a terrible joke. He knew the punchline, yet did not step on it. David Peterson! Uh, I want to thank... Matt, go ahead. It's your turn. I want to thank Bobby Murdoch, who, uh, you know, he actually just stepped in it. Tuba Scoop. Who rolls it up from the bottom. I want to thank Brett Cocker, who added one step to the two-step, making it the three-step. David Smith, the 12th Doctor. I want to thank Brian uh, Rutterforth, uh, stepchild of a uh, Connecticut rich family. David Sorensen, starer at the sun. I want to thank Brian Valdiviezo, inventor of the step stool. David Walker, Texas Ranger. I want to thank Cameron Kidu, uh, who stepped on the doo-doo. Champagne Scooper Nova, who has decided that their brother should not be as famous as them. I want to thank Angry Mick Gingerbeard, most fuckable beard in Tallahassee, Florida. Doc Scoop, I'm your huckleberry. I want to thank Monad Knock Scoop, uh, the doctor of... Philanthropists. Don Dotty, Bon Scotty, Barati Dotty, Hotty Vati, Bloody Gotti, Smarty Body. And I'd like to thank Crocodile Scoop, Andrew Milner, Bob, Brandon J. Anderson, Brendan Light, uh, Brigham Stitt, Chris Gior, uh, Jorg, Jorg, uh, Mitzula, The Damsels of Dorkington, Donald McDaniel, Kinky Scoop, Doug Forsyth, and Dustin Lindorf. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. And, guys, I'm right now I'm like 24 hours from my deep dive into the internet finding out that I was scammed. To sitting right here in the fucking new churn, back in front of our, our in our seats and our microphones. And so I want to thank everybody who backs us on Patreon. If you'll be thanked uh, like you just heard on air or be uh, get access to all of our other prizes, go to Patreon, uh, go to go to uh, preachingfun.com or patreon.com slash scoops. You can find out uh, different ways to support us for the people that you are. Trust me when I'm telling you, we thank you so much yep. uh, for being there. For, for us. as little as a dollar a month, you get access to all kind of cool stuff. And every buck does help and goes towards making this bigger and better and eventually, hopefully, our full-time thing. That's right. Who knows? That's the dream. Who knows, guys? That's my dream. That's, uh, that, that, is, that is all of our dreams, even someone who doesn't work here. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. 
if you want to keep the conversation going with other listeners, we're we're more than just a funny podcast. We're a community, and the well, coolest thing that happens. No, yeah, you're right. We are a community. Yeah, like no, the, the community is, is far better than the. All we do is Scoofest is trying to find ways to make it more social. Yeah. Um, you know, we take full credit for all the couples that get together because they were listening to our podcast. Please. And we take no credit for all the breakups that happen because of our podcast. <laughs> uh, oh, the, the pendulum swings yeah. both ways. No, it doesn't. Just one way for us. We take credit for the couples and <laughs> yeah. don't for the breakups. Absolutely so swings one way. It swings <laughs> one way for us. Except for Chris Roberts' divorce. We take full credit for that. That's true. You're welcome. That's Although true. I feel like we were the canary in the coal mine on that one. Yeah, we, you're probably right. We definitely played way too large of a part in that man's divorce. Agreed. Other than that, we take no credit <laughs> for all the breakups. <laughs> so uh, go to preachingfun.com and check out all the cool things that we offer yes. uh, uh, as an incentive for you to help us out and keep this uh, going as we grow into bigger and better deals absolutely uh, um what else i think that's it oh we also have a store so go to hayscoops.com slash swag or shop and check out all the cool things that we have there as well yeah got some cool new stuff coming soon yeah we have a couple of really cool new items coming down the, down the pipe uh but thank you all so much uh we love you all sexually and we will talk to you soon we'll see you soon how these mics are really good i wonder how much of the uh drum and bass the, coming the, out there the jams got picked up yeah i don't know I i'll be, we'll I'll be curious out. when i when i listen back to it here in a little bit if you guys heard some jams all episode dance yeah don't just, let it stop you from dancing. Up and dance jam oh jam muffled jams